0: Welcome back to Coaching Through the Bible. This week, Joseph on listening. It's always been an interesting thing for me to uh, look at the way Joseph responds to the Pharaoh at the beginning of this week's portion, this week's reading, to really begin to uh, wonder and understand how does he come up with that solution? Where does it come from? And then the ultimate twist or incredible moment where Joseph is then selected to become the person who will lead this project is also quite shocking. Joseph is still a a fairly young person. He's been through a lot. He has had his moments of struggle. He's had his difficulties. And now he finds himself in an incredible position with an incredible opportunity in front of him. And so the question sort of begs itself how does he do that? And among the different qualities that Joseph, Joseph displays in this week's reading is a subtle point, but an important point, both for Joseph in the story and for us in our work environments, in our home environments, and is the coaching skill of the week, which is the ability to listen. When Joseph is told the dreams by Pharaoh, he comes up ultimately with what's classic in consulting and in coaching, which is a clarification of the problem, an establishment of a solution, and then ultimately a call to action. It's really beautifully set up, and in another point in Coaching Through the Bible, we'll go through that more directly and specifically. But how does Joseph get to the place where he has clarity on the problem an effective solution, and, a, and an idea about a call to action. is because when it is that he is called in front of Pharaoh, and when it is that he is called for the moment, he listens intently. It's a skill that he has developed over time, because when we first meet Joseph with his brothers, he is speaking to them, he is sharing his dreams with them, And at no point is he at all listening to them. I wouldn't say he's oblivious to the way they feel about him, what they think about him, but he's clearly not listening when they're speaking. He's clearly not hearing them either. And so it's almost as if he's operating in his own world, and they're in it in some sphere, but they have no voice at all. Over the course of time, Joseph develops this skill of listening. We see it in last week's reading when he meets up with the two servants of Pharaoh in prison who have dreams and he interprets their dreams for them. He listens to them before he interprets their dreams such that when he comes before Pharaoh, he is practiced in this skill and he's prepared to act based on that skill. And so it's interesting to sort of see him in that mode fully for eight or nine verses at the beginning of this week's reading. Pharaoh is speaking about what he saw during the night. And Joseph, key to listening, is silent. Here's a cute little one. Silent and listening, silent and listen have the same letters. And a key ingredient to our ability to listen, to become better listeners, is our ability also, in those moments when someone else is speaking, to be silent. Silence includes focus, it includes attention, it includes our empathy, all in that silence while we're listening to another person. Not simply just hearing them. Hearing them implies just sort of knowing that they're around us and their voice is is active. Listening to them is a much deeper skill set. In fact, I was... I'm not shocked actually this week to see um, a course that's being offered on executive listening. Um, There are many consultants who teach active listening for boardrooms and conference rooms and meetings. And it's a lost art to some degree, our ability uh, to listen. Stephen Covey, who I've mentioned a number of times um, in this, in Coaching Through the Bible, has a very, I think, very appropriate and accurate quote, which is that most people do not listen with the intent to understand. They listen with the intent to reply. We're always so focused on what we want to say back that we're not really actually listening to what it is that the person has to say uh, to us. And the truth is that our ears um, potentially become one of our greatest uh, weapons in our ability to succeed in whatever it is that we're doing, whether that's consulting or coaching or just simply uh, working our way through life. Joseph is an active listener. And by virtue of being an active listener, he is able to provide an interpretation. And what does it mean that he's an active listener? He's not only listening to Pharaoh tell him the story of the dreams, he is listening to the details and the manner in which the Pharaoh is speaking to him, the words that Pharaoh is using in describing. In the fact that Pharaoh is offering, on some level, interpretation at the same time that he's offering explanation of what actually happened. And Joseph is picking up on all these cues because he's paying attention. He has learned this skill, he has owned that skill. And even though he has told the Pharaoh that he is not the one who brings the interpretations, but that they come from God, he's still the one standing there in the room. And so the first thing Joseph does is that he is prepared. He comes in, he looks the part, he's dressed the part, he has his reputation in front of him because the servant um, has already spoken, Pharaoh's servant has already spoken about what Joseph brings to the table. He establishes a ground rule, which is that it doesn't come from him, it comes from God, that he's going to listen. And it's important that that word is there. Multiple times the term or the root word, shin mem ayin, shama, or to hear, to listen, is brought up in the text. And if you look at the commentaries uh, on that word, in verse 15, the Pharaoh says to Joseph, I have dreamed a dream and there is no explanation, but I've heard about you that you hear a dream to explain it. Joseph simply just says back that it's really God. But if one looks at Rashi and others, other of the commentaries, what does it mean that Joseph hears a dream and can explain it? Rashi says the following five words. You can hear it and you can understand it to explain it and to interpret it. So you're listening. I've heard of you that you can listen. And your listening leads to understanding, and your understanding leads to explanation. That is like the golden set of rules for consultants and coaches. And when we do that and we operate in that manner, we have the ability to provide incredible solutions in those situations. But it's super important that we begin to become better listeners. And I always used to joke with different clients and different people that I was blessed with big ears. Um... And the joke was that if you have bigger ears, you can catch m- more of what people say. But the truth is, unless you're actually listening to them, um, you're not actually doing anything. So it's really important that we begin to become better listeners. And how do we do that? So here is sort of the skill set um, that we have with respect to uh, becoming a better listener. The first thing is really to, to think about it in the following way. Uh, there are a lot of these sort of 80-20 rules uh, in business or in life. And here's another one, sort of the 70-30 rule with respect to communication. The rule of thumb is 70% of the conversation should be spent listening, 30% of the time should be spent talking. Um, Actually, for those of you actively using Zoom um, over the last 9 to 12 months for your work in virtual environments, uh, embedded in Zoom is a tool that allows you to see how much of the time you spend talking and how much of the time you spend listening to other people talk. And so you can see the percentages, you'd be surprised to see how much of the time you're actually talking uh, in these conversations. But it's really important to appreciate that for us to actually be listened to, we need to listen more. And that we ultimately learn far more from when we're listening than when we're actually talking. It's usually when we're talking, we're, we're spewing and sharing things that we already know. When we're listening, we actually provide ourselves with the opportunity actually learn something. So what happens with Joseph in that moment, with Pharaoh, he becomes an incredibly active listener. He is silent so that he can listen. He ultimately then provides his explanation. He is not judging, but he's simply learning. He's simply trying to understand. Now in the more normal conversations, when we're not talking with a ruler, um, we're talking with a, a friend or a spouse, significant other, a business partner, Uh, teammate, so on and so forth. One of the other things that really is important in our active listening is acknowledging what the other person is saying, showing and actively being involved in the listening, checking for understanding with clarifying questions or rephrasing uh, questions to what the person has just said. Um, Active body language that shows that we're actually listening and that we're actually part of it. And ultimately, what we see is that in many areas of our work life and our personal life will become much better um, people, let alone better listeners, by virtue of the fact that we're including listening as an active skill. What's really crucial is going back to that Covey quote, is that we're not focused on our reply, but that we're focused on the other person uh, as well. And the book that I mentioned uh, last week and a couple of other times, and I'll continue to mention, is this unbelievable book called The Trillion Dollar Coach about the coaching skills and coaching style of a gentleman by the name of Bill Campbell. There's a section on what they call free-form listening. Free-form listening is another term for active listening. And effectively, it's this. Listen to people with your full and undivided attention. Don't think ahead to what you're going to say next and ask questions to get to the real issue. So in a normal circumstance, where you are not talking with a ruler or a king who has the power to off you in a moment, you would interrupt you would not interrupt for the sake of sharing your opinion and your thoughts and brimming with the interest of, of, of replying, but really with that checking for understanding, really for being there, for really being focused on what the other person has to say. And then ultimately, ultimately, to then share your expertise or your wisdom or your knowledge or whatever it is that you can provide uh, in that situation. That's how people become um, better listeners. That's how they become more active listeners. That's how they become better uh, in their lives, and that's how they become better in their work environments as well. So following the example of Joseph, of getting to a place where you can provide clarity on problems, solutions, and call to actions like he does, first and foremost requires becoming the active listener, paying attention, showing that you're listening, providing feedback, deferring judgment, and simply responding appropriately. I hope it helps. I hope that you can bring that into your work and into your personal lives and uh, become much better listeners. If we have more listeners in the world, we have a better world. Have a great weekend. Shabbat Shalom and a Hanukkah Sameach.